radio? Yes, talk radio. So boring, man. Okay. Johnny! Don't! David Letterman! Hi, David. I'm Grandpa. Don't! I'm Mike Wallace, I'm Wally Saper, and I'm Ed Bradley. All this and Andy Rooney tonight on 60 Minutes. I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld an eerie sight. For my monster from his slab began to rise, and suddenly, to my surprise, he did the match. He did the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. He did the match. It got on in a flash. He did the match. He did the monster match. From my laboratory in the castle east. <laughs> the oh, that's awesome. I love it. The worst song Oh, God, it's the greatest. It's so good. Uh, laced up a hockey podcast, and this is your... Uh, your spooky edition of the Laced Up Hockey Podcast. Yeah. Uh, happy Halloween. Happy everybody. Halloween, everybody. I, um, you know, okay, so, do you like Halloween? You don't like Halloween, no, eh? You don't, you don't really like holidays. Yeah. So, I love Halloween. But I only really love Halloween until, like, the week before Halloween. And this is the first year ever, ever, I have my costume planned out ahead of no time. Way. Yep. Don't have the stuff yet, but I'm gonna go get it tomorrow. Like it won't. It's it's the easiest costume to put together possibly that I've ever had. But uh, yeah, so I actually, so me and uh, a couple of guys are going as uh, the trio from The Big Lebowski. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I'm the dude, and then uh, Mike Wern is uh, is John Goodman, and then either Reggie or uh, his or their buddy Roman is gonna be uh, Donnie, Steve Buscemi. I hope you like White Russians. I'll have a few. Okay. I'll have a few, but Good. like I, I intend on uh, partaking in quite a few beverages that night. A couple of mules. I'm not gonna have like eleven white Russians. <laughs> I, I haven't had that <sighs> much milk over the last two years combined. I'm not fucking doing that get right off the bat. That's not good for the old intestines. A lot no. of coating there. I'm Brutes Pataglia. I'm James Cole. Yeah, right. Welcome. Um, this is Laced Up a Hockey Podcast. Yeah. So, anyway, are you going? You're not going as anything for Halloween. No, you got too so. much going on this I don't weekend. Like so, like yeah. last year, I had a a group costume. We went as friends. It was a Chandler that oh, uh, yeah. that I was, and it was a day of the Spe- kind of thing. Speaking so. of friends, yeah. Did you see the British <laughs> the British guy who robbed a bunch of beer from a. Uh, from a restaurant, he looks exactly like David Schwimmer. Oh, you mean uh, Rachel's ex-boyfriend, Russ. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So... That's what that was. You saw David Schwimmer's tweet. Yeah. Where he's, like, so running good. through the uh, the, the grocery York, store, yeah. and he's like, yeah. He's like, sorry, Clearly, I was busy I in, was New, in York. New York. Clearly, I was in New York. Also doing the same thing as the guy. Uh, we'll retweet it on the, uh, on the um, podcast account if you haven't seen it yet. But it was a really good yeah. answer by David Schwimmer today. It got, like, 110 thousand retweets and stuff yeah. like that like it, it killed it it was hilarious good for david probably Schwimmer. the best thing he's done since friends ended so my mom was telling me that apparently he is on will and grace now hmm. so now i'm curious okay because like i don't hate will and grace but i don't watch it all the time like, right i haven't really watched it since it's been back on huh. um i don't hate it though i would watch it but now knowing david schwimmer's on it i'll, I'll, I'll watch sure. a few episodes Giddy and up, see eh? how he's doing yeah. Yeah, i love david give Schwimmer. It he's hilarious give her a go um 
the municipal election passed. If you live in Thunder Bay. If you yes. live in Thunder Bay, yes. yeah. If you don't, uh, you well, maybe, maybe your own municipal minutes, election passed, too. I don't know, because there was a few of them. But uh, our friend of the podcast, Cody Fraser. Yeah. Uh, our first guest and our first sponsor in the history of the podcast is on Thunder Bay City Council now. That's unreal. Um, Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of surreal for me as a guy that's been friends with him for a long time. I can only imagine how surreal it is for him. It's probably a very exciting time, and uh, congrats, Cody, and to, and to the family and to everyone else. Uh, it's good stuff, and it it's going to be exciting to see what he does because he's got a lot of really good ideas. I've been talking to him about it, not to get too political. Here, right, but, right. Yeah. Nice. I was working with a mutual friend of uh, Cody and, mm-hmm. and mine the other night, and a uh, buddy comes out of the back. He's like, man, phrases, he's up by like a thousand votes. That's That can't be right. No. And he had a thousand <laughs> votes, so... Close. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good for him, though. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, like twenty. That's gonna be like. He's gonna be one of the youngest counselors. We were talking about in that. Hey, history, I, right. I, yeah. I mean, like, because you got to think like people who. Well, first off, Thunder Bay hasn't been around that long, as like as Thunder Bay, True. right? So there's there's that, but there's also like. You know, like like who's been sitting the longest out of everyone in Thunder Bay going into this election on council? Probably Joe Verderamo, who's like 65, 70, and he only really served for 30 years, so he was in his 30s when he got elected. Um, So, yeah, it's it's different, and it's it's a change, and and it's good to see. What would you think of the the mayor selection? Did you vote? Did you vote? I did. Yeah? Yeah. Were you the winning team? I did not vote for that particular mayor, no. but I had no problem with it. It was, I think it was kind of between. I'm not a fan, but what I will yeah. say is at least they elected someone who actually will know how to do the hey, job. Hey, it can't get worse, right? No. No. That's true. Hey, yeah. I'll I'll drink to that. Nice. Um, okay. Thunder Bay uh, Municipal Election and, uh, okay. Yeah. And then, uh, you know what else is cool? What's and that? I have to address it at the beginning of the podcast, too, because this is... Also major news. Hmm. Uh, happy one month birthday to Gritty. It Woo! it me Gritty. Yeah. It's Gritty's uh one month birthday, everyone. Um It's crazy how like nine pounds um, five thousand ounces. It's crazy how like he came out and it was like, oh, okay, this is kinda of, it's kinda of funny, like yeah, okay, it's it's cool. But like he's actually been like a like an amazing mascot. He's cool. Yeah. He's super he's killing it. So did you see the video of him the other night? Yeah. With on the, the ice? kids. Yeah. <laughs> and they're all wearing. It's terrifying. They're all wearing like uh, for those of you who didn't see it, like they're all wearing like bubbles. Like they're all wearing like they're all like bubble boys, and they're all running around in this bubble. And I don't know what the goal of the game was, but as far as I could tell, it was try to run away from gritty. In the neutral zone, and Gritty's gonna try to run over and like murder Scott you. Stevens hammer as many you. people as yeah. he can. And this, like whoever's in that ma- mascot, full extent of their weight onto these people, these children potentially running around. You in think these it's bubbles. Craig Berube? Could be Craig. Berube. I never thought about yeah. that. What if, what if what if at the end of the year, like the ma- like Gritty takes his his mask off and it's Craig Berube? Yeah, like or who else? Reed Low. Who was like Reed? Did Reed Low play for the Flyers? Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Daniel Carcillo. He's too, probably too tall for Daniel Carcillo. I was gonna say Riley Cote, but he's, he's he's around. Yeah. Riley Cote Cote's got stuff going on with all the weed stuff. True. So true. did you see that? Yeah, the legalized. Yeah, good That's for him. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I like him. Why not? Yeah, giddy up. It's good. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Cannabis. Fuck. 
It's a very progressive podcast. We've been talking about uh, crack smoking mascots, twenty-six-year-old yeah. counselors, uh, legal cannabis. Yeah. Um, actually, another pretty cool progressive, progressive. guy. And we'll we'll yeah. finally uh, yeah we'll finally get into uh, some hockey here. Uh, Jordan Tutu officially announced his retirement. That's it. That's all. Um, this weekend, which you know, uh, pretty good chance Jordan Tutu is not going to be playing this year anyway. I thought he retired already. To yeah, be honest, but, but uh, yeah. well, I. Sort of did, but he's one of those players that just hadn't filed his papers. Um, There's a lot of guys that just never officially retire from the league. But you have to retire in order to get your pension and everything like that. So, um, Jordan Tutu officially packed it in. And uh, awesome career with uh, a guy, just one of those guys that overcame a ton of stuff. Uh, to get where he got to and and played a lot of games in the league. I was a a big fan when he was coming into the league. Like, you know, I remember... uh, I went to some convention with my uh, dad and my cousin, and I was so stoked. I'm like, I'm, I'm buying a Jordan 2-2 rookie card. And right. my cousin's like, you know, he's, he's, he's not going to play a lot. It's not that good. You know? Yeah. I don't fucking care. Like, I just wanted a Jordan 2-2 card, yeah. right? And I got it, but, you know, uh, he definitely, he didn't have the career, I guess, maybe I was expecting him to have at that young age, but he did some groundbreaking things. He was always uh, a fan-friendly guy, you know. He was... Uh, uh, always one for the community, and uh, always one for his teammates. And uh, you know, sad to see him go. First Inuk uh, player yeah, in the history of yeah. the NHL. First player born in Nunavut in the NHL. Uh, born in Nunavut, eh? Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, Iqaluit. He's from uh, nice. 723 NHL games, 161 points, 1,010 penalty minutes. Um, drafted, yeah, drafted 98th overall in 2001 to the Predators. Yeah. Only guy Great that career. I can think of that uh, could wear his number uh, and his last name at the same time. Hmm. Yeah. Two, hmm. two. Two, two. Yeah. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Maybe maybe Levo means something in, like, Finnish. Oh, okay. Maybe not. Sure. Probably not. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's obviously... Um, obviously, things that he contributed to the game and sort of the role model that he was for other people. Um, like, he, he probably had more of an impact for what he did just in a big off picture and off the ice, ice yeah, than yeah. what he actually did on the ice. Um, obviously, he was a fan favorite in Nashville for a lot of years. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, he, he, he just an incredible contribution, uh, a role model for, for people of, of indigenous descent in the NHL. Um, you know... I hope he does something. People in none of it. Forward, you know. Uh, yeah, me too. You know, give him back I, somehow. I, I could see that as well. He seems like that type of yeah. guy. Um, obviously, you know, went through some some off ice issues, uh, and um, very outspoken about them. Yeah, yeah. And, and and that's what I was gonna say. What you know, obviously, maybe the biggest thing that he brought to the league was how he responded to the tragedy of losing his brother at a young age. Um, you know, I think he kind of carried Terrence with him his whole career. We were all pretty aware of Terrence's existence and impact on his brother Jordan. And, uh, you know, I, I think that um, the whole story is just something to look at. Um, he was a role model, plain and simple, the way I, the way yeah. I see it. And, 100%. you know, whether or not he had his, his issues and, and moments where maybe, um, you know, he wasn't perfect, but no one is. No. And that's the way I kind of see it. And, and you uh, know what? One thing about that I will say, like you talked about his his stat line there, and uh, we know what kind of player he was. But um, 
he never went like above and beyond. Like he was never the guy that was getting in trouble with the player uh, safety department. Not really. Um, I don't know if he ever really had any major suspensions. Like um, you know, maybe maybe nothing, a game or two here. Huge, I don't think. Right, I got it right here. Uh, he suspended for multiple multiple occasions. Mm, um, me, I guess. Five game suspension. Oy. I don't remember that. <laughs> five. Oh boy. Uh, uh, oh yeah, he punched Roby Daw. I remember that. Um, right. No one's perfect. You uh, know, and two like games. Said. Yeah, yeah. So seven games the total, I think. Yeah. It's, it's not Tom Wilson. I'll say that, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I, I wonder what he's doing. Yeah, not much. Yeah. Got a Stanley Cup ring, I guess. That's that'll keep him busy for a yeah. few hours. Doing what? Yeah. Polishing it? R- reading it? Re- <laughs> reading, <laughs> reading his Stanley Cup ring. What do you think it is? They give you a fucking scribe that rolls up, and you like, maybe, like that's maybe, the paper that or the piece that holds it together while maybe you wrap like it. Each player's got like a, a, a unique uh, you know inscription on the inside. You know, like yeah, but it's not gonna be like <laughs> it's not gonna be ten thousand words like you're reading fucking. One of the Harry Potter books I know, or man, something. I don't have one. I, I couldn't tell you what they do with them. I can tell you they don't fit like a bunch of words where he's reading it all day. Fine. I know that for sure. Fine. Um, another interesting thing. Uh, speaking of um, the Chicago Blackhawks, because that's one of uh, Tutu's former teams. Uh, Stan Bowman, the general manager of the Blackhawks, and once thought to be one of the best GMs in the league uh, this week, uh, made a comment. That it is too early to judge the Brandon Saad Artemi Panarin no. trade. <laughs> it's not. So that it's happened late. what ten years ago? Like holy shit! It feels like that happened a million years ago. I don't know if Stan Bowman is aware, but um, that's almost like saying, "Go ahead." There, there isn't a timeline on judging a trade. You can judge a trade. You can just the continuously judge. It happens, it. or ten years later, right? The only time it's definitively like a good trade or a bad trade is once every player involved in the trade is out of the league and every player that was ever traded for those players is out of the league. Yeah. Like 20 years down the line, you can judge a trade just fine. You can look at moves the Leafs made in their mid-90s and be like, that was terrible. It was all awful. You know what I mean? Now now we know that because every consequence that ever came out of that trade has now evaporated itself from existence like, in the league. Like, the entire time, we were all just sitting there like, well, you know, like, I don't know, Scott Indermark could blow his knee out tomorrow. He could blow his knee out, but no, he, he won four cups and right. whatever else he had, right. every, everything along it's the way. It's almost like we're talking about a specific trade from the Leafs past here. Mm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but you can continuously judge a fucking trade. Like, what uh, What happens if, if, big if... The Montreal Canadiens somehow win a Stanley Cup as a result of the Subban Weber trade, like that changes things. Say they win a Stanley Cup, ne- it's not gonna be this year, but next year with Shea Weber on the roster and he's the captain and he raises the cup before PK Subban ever does as a member of the Nashville Predators. Like okay, then maybe the maybe maybe the your position a on the closer. trade. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Say Adam Larson's playing 28 minutes for the Edmonton Oilers in the playoffs this year and Taylor Hall's golfing. That one seems even less likely than the one before that. And let me tell you, the one wow. before that's probably not going to yeah. happen. But um, you're not wrong, though. You're you're right. Like these trades, they're hard to tell long term. No, you never know. And so, so maybe Bowman has a leg to stand on. However, no, I get it. 
I get it. But just because just because Saad's going to be on your roster in like three years, and Panarin might not be on the on the Blue Jackets roster, like unless he's on the Blackhawks roster, and you basically got, you know yeah. what I mean, Panarin back, and Saad for free, right, basically, right. then okay, sure. But if Saad's not contributing, which he isn't. And that, who, I don't even remember who else was in that trade. You you talk. I gotta look that up. I, I think it was one for one. No, I think no? there were other pieces. I thought it was Saad for Panarin, maybe a, a draft pick or two here and there. But no, I don't know. Like the idea that like fans can't judge trades, or it's too early, or it's too late. Like that's not that's not even a concept. You can judge something that happens from the second that it transpires. The Blackhawks traded Panarin to the Columbus Blue Jackets along with Tyler Mott. A sixth-round pick in 2017 in exchange for Brandon Saad, Anton Forsberg, and a fifth-round pick in 2018. So unless one of those picks is one of their better prospects in their organization, and I don't know about it yet. Like, Tyler Mott... Yeah. Forsberg's are okay. He's, he's, he's okay. You know. What did they do with him after? Remember we talked about we it were. last week? Yeah. What the hell happened? Do they have they three cro- goalies on the roster? They might. I don't know. <laughs> we, we, I guess we never checked our homework on that one. Well, he's not on the Leafs, I can tell you that. Yeah, I guess no I'll kidding. do some more research here. Uh, they play some on waivers. Huh. When? He cleared and uh, no was way. assigned to Rockford. No way. Yep. 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 That's fucked. Yep. Um, so, yeah. But anyway. I, uh, yeah, we haven't actually talked about it yet. So, uh, yeah. It's too early to judge that trade, James. No. Still not too early. So, okay. Do you think the Blackhawks are going to make the playoffs this season? Maybe. Like, like what's what's Crawford played? Like two games since he's been back. Maybe. Yeah. Like, you've got you've got Crawford, you've got Kane, you've got Keith, you've got you got Taves sometimes. You got, you got that Crawford. You got that the Brinkett. The Brip. Dog. The Brip. But um, they got some pieces. Like they could squeak in. I'm not saying that they'll like okay. fall apart completely. They'll be better than last year. Do you year, think, I think the Columbus Blue Jackets make the playoffs? Hundred percent. Do you think the Columbus Blue Jackets went around? Uh, I want to say yes, but their track history. Are they capable? They. Oh yeah, they're definitely capable. Do you think the Chicago Blackhawks are capable of winning around in that division? Probably not. No. Because no. like, like their best hope is that they get like the second wild card spot and slide over to the Pacific and then maybe upset maybe, someone in the Pacific. Maybe, but, but the Pacific doesn't look like a fun no, division to play no. either Anaheim or San Jose at this point. Um, well, this, maybe Anaheim, but you like they're still winning games. Like is if, the thing if, with Anaheim. If you're Chicago, you got to hope you're squeaking into third place in the Central because you're not getting by. I don't know. It's a, it's a toss up because I don't, I don't I don't think Chicago beats Nashville or Winnipeg, and that's who's going to be first and second in that division. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Chicago could make it, but they're not going to win around. That's not to say that Columbus will go any further, but I think they're more likely to. Brandon Saad has four points in nine games. That's more than I thought. Yeah, to that's be that's better than I thought even. Wow, not good. It's not great. Not no. good. Uh, I mean, like, they're, they're only saving grace, like, and and maybe this is where Bowman's coming from, is that Panarin might not be in Columbus at the end of the year. Yeah, and I get it. Like, yeah, but you still gave up Artemi Panarin, and yeah. you've lost Hosa, and... Well, for for me, it's it's the diminished state that you're... 
that Brandon Sod's in right now, though. Right. And, like, yeah, there's room to get better. <coughs> and, obviously, he's a contributing member of the team. Like, it's not like we're taking talking about a guy that um, is close to being a healthy scratch right now. But he's not that far from it, either. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's not... We're not talking about Kane or Taves here. Um, but you know so, what? He, he's good buddies with Jonathan Taves, and, and really, what's more valuable than that? That's you know, true. Teammanship. Having fun buddies. with the boys. Good buddies. Having hitting a cold brew. That Chicago nightlife. Hitting that ooh, yep. Mm. Going to the going to the bean. Wow. Hanging out at the bean. Hmm. Couple of I've never been to Chicago, no, yeah. so <laughs> oh, fucking well, I don't know I, any I've, bars there. I've been once, I was fourteen. Giordano's I couldn't tell you the good deep dish I've heard. Live audience. Phrase was there recently, yeah. and he went to some other place, Illuminati. Oh. Illuminati, oh, Illuminati yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but that sounds good too. But other than that, um, yeah, I've never been there, but yeah. I, I don't, I don't think it's too early to judge this trade. Uh, I just think the judgment's going to change over time, and that, yeah. and that's, you know, it's it's tough. Because right now, it looks t- like a yeah. not a good trade, <clears throat> not a horrible trade, no, but not his best work. No. Stan's made some nice trades over the years. That's not one of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And That's I mean, not like, going to win them a Stanley Cup. And here's the thing, too. is, is lose that, them a Stanley Cup. Like, Brendan Saad is not going to go down as one of the best Blackhawks in you know franchise history. I would hope not. Panarin could if he sticks around Columbus. He could go down as one of the greatest Columbus Blue Jackets Fuck, in franchise history. He probably already is one He could them. be. He could be. Um, that being said, Brutes. I'll tell you who is one of the best members of their franchise history. And that's Carey Price. And Carey Price last night moved into a tie with Patrick Waugh. The best member of what? what he's he's one of the best members of the history of the Canadians. Carey Price. When did the Canadians come up? Did I black out for a second? Well, I was, I was making a, a natural transition oh, between God. topics uh, there. Not, not a good segue. Uh, I was trying. Well, you know, Sod's a bad example. Panarin could be a good example. Price is a good example. Would you okay. agree? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, if, if you missed it, he, he moved into a tie for second on the all-time wins list that. in Montreal Canadiens history. He passed Patrick Waugh. He tied Patrick Waugh. Number one is Jacques Plante. Number one is Jacques Plante. And you know what? He's he's only like like 30 wins off, which is kind of crazy. Like he's gonna I be, know. He's going to be the all-time. Yeah, I did see that yeah. number, actually. I couldn't remember if it was Jacques Plante or Ken Dryden, but Ken Dryden didn't make any sense. So. Yeah. So I've got a fun little game for you. Ooh. As a result. Okay. Um, I was wondering where you were going with that segue. I've got a list of ten goaltenders. Oh, God. And I want you to tell me Good Lord. if they are in the top three for any team in the National Hockey League, all-time wins. Okay. If you can give me the team name, I'll give you bonus points as well. Sure. Okay. I'd All love right. me some bonus points. All right. Let's do it. All three, right. What's a pa- okay, what's a pass? You know what? Based on the list, I'm I'm gonna make six a pass because I think it's okay. uh, there's some pretty easy ones, not a lot of tough ones, but we'll, we'll I, I think six is a fair okay a fair number, okay. And then ten out of ten, I'm a goaltending master. Yeah, you're sure you might become the new goalie coach of the Midget A Bruins. Uh, I don't I don't know. I uh, hope not. I'm not qualified no, no. for that. Good. Nope. Okay. Let's, let's do it. Number one. Red Sox one. Ken Dryden. Top three all time. Yeah. Good. That's a trick question. Yeah. We just talked about how he, you know, wouldn't yeah. be. 
Uh, he, he is fourth, for the record, just to... On, on, yeah, on the Canadians, yeah. Yeah, yeah. good. You're one, one for one. One for one. Yeah. John Gibson. <laughs> no. John Gibson is fourth on the all-time yeah. wins list for the Anaheim Ducks. Yeah. Uh, with 97, he is Ooh, behind... Can, I, can uh, I try to get the three? Go for it, yeah, for G- sure. Jaguar? Yeah. He's number one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Brizgalov? Uh, n- no, Ilya Brizgalov is uh, okay. correct on that one. Uh, God, it's going to be like Gee Bear or something, probably. Gee Bear! Gee Bear is second. Nice! Yeah. yeah. All right, I'll try to get number three here. Mm-hmm. I got one more. I'll, I'll guess once more. All right. I want to say Norm Miracle, but I'm not going to say it. Mm, I wouldn't. Uh, uh, man. I don't know. All right, it's um, Jonas Hiller. Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot about that guy. So. Okay. All right, two for two. Sweet. All right. Dan Cloutier. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, maybe. Uh... I'm gonna say yes. Uh, that's incorrect. Damn it! Well, good. Uh, <laughs> I'm happy to be wrong there. Uh, Dan Cluche is fourth on the all-time wins list for the Vancouver, Vancouver Canucks, Canucks with yeah. 109. Uh, you you, you want to take a run at Vancouver's guys above him? Oh, they got a lot of a, uh, they got a lot more history. Um, uh, Roberto Luongo. Yeah, he's he's first. Um, Kirk McLean. He is second. And. I was like, who was their goalie in the 2000s? Well, it was Dan Cloutier. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's why it's fourth. <laughs> Felix, Felix Poffin? Uh, no, it's uh, no? Richard Brodeur. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. It's not ideal. No, it's fucking... Yeah. All right. Um, it's a made-up name. Ilya Brzezgalov. What about him? Is uh, he a top three franchise leading goaltender? Uh, um, no. That's incorrect. Damn it! I'm sorry. Uh, he has the all-time career wins for the Arizona Coyotes Winnipeg Jets franchise. Really? Uh, with 130. He is number one. Well, he had, he had a lot of good years there. Uh, Bob Essence is number two, uh, followed by Mike Smith at number three. That's kind of crazy That's that Mike well. Smith played there yeah. like, it feels like a million years longer right. and it does not have more wins. No. Okay. All right. You're, uh, you're two for four at the moment. Yeah, coming on strong, second half. All right, Felix Potvin. See, the problem with Felix Potvin is I can't remember everywhere he played. That's fair. Um, He's been around. I'm going to say yes. Uh, you are correct. Uh, can I'm you give me the team. going to say the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, you are correct again. Uh, huh. He is third on the all-time wins list for Toronto Maple Leafs. Goaltenders. Uh, with uh, only 160 wins, as depressing as that might sound, mm. Curtis Joseph is uh, 22 behind him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Then and I, I don't... You don't know the two guys above him? Uh, Johnny Bauer. Oh, yeah. Turk? Turk. Turk number yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. Turk's number one. Turk's number one. 360. How much more does he have than Johnny Bauer? Uh, 40-some-odd. Good for Turk Broda. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Turk Broda on the podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, you're three for five. Uh, cool. Dwayne Rolison. Yes. Uh, that's incorrect. 
What? Uh, Dwayne Rolson is uh, both fourth for the Minnesota Wild and Minnesota sixth Wild. for the Edmonton Oilers. Minnesota Wild don't have goaltenders that won more than fucking 20 games. Um, Rolson was a backup there, and I still find it hard to believe that anyone. Um, right. Nicholas Backstrom. Uh, he, he is the all-time leader, yes. Manny Fernandez. Uh, he is third place, yes. yes. Devin Dupe. Doobie, oh my doobie, god, doobie. wow. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> doobie, doobie, <laughs> doo. We gotta get more Robert Goulet Will Ferrell <laughs> impressions on here. But, you know, stuff like that. Uh, what actually surprised Robert me the most Goulet. is that uh, he actually had more wins in Edmonton than he did in his entire time in Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was unbelievable in Edmonton. He was right? great. Yeah. 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 I, I couldn't do the five in Edmonton, I don't think. No. No. Um, John Van Beesbrook. Yes. That's correct. Uh, he is second. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you know what team he, he is second for? Uh, Florida. Uh, no, that is correct. I would hope. Yes. <laughs> uh, he shows up fifth for the Rangers, and he actually had more wins with the Rangers than he did in Florida. But because yeah. Florida sucks. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Uh, I guess he's... Roberto Luongo, only, uh, only goaltender to have uh, the lead in two different franchises. So which Luongo cool. and... Uh, yeah, you'll never get this one. I'm sorry. Uh, huh. They've only had two goalies in franchise history, though. Oh. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Alex Ald? Thomas Vokun. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. With what, 10? I don't know. I didn't write the number down. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, what am I now? You are 4 for 7. You were 2 away. You've got... Uh, Three goalies left. Crushing it. Yeah. Mike Dunham. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, Mike Dunham is third for the National Predators with 81 career wins. Pekka Rinne. Yeah. And Thomas Vokun. Uh, for the second time tonight, Thomas yeah. Vokun. Yes. Uh, impressive yeah. as that may sound. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Nice. Um, for Anthony the win. Emmy. For the win. For the pass, yes. Anthony Emmy. No. Uh, that's incorrect. What? Anthony Emmy has the second most wins in San Jose Sharks history. And I don't I don't know how that happened. I don't know when that happened. Uh, 163 wins as a San Jose Shark. I'm looking that up. All right. I don't um, believe that. I'll, I'll allow you a, a brief uh, intermission there, to look up. There the, is no way. I, he only played there for like two seasons, I thought. Um. Well... He's there, 35, 34, 24, 39, 31. What? Yeah. Why don't I remember these no, five years? No one does. Did someone, like, men in black my brain and I've just been, like... I think so. Like, wiped clean? Yeah, I think so. Antti Niemi has 234 National Hockey League wins. What right. the fuck? Yeah. Oh, God, that's icky. He, uh... That's gross. He has more wins for the San Jose Sharks than Felix Poffin did his relief. Just, I don't know if... Yeah, that doesn't make me feel any so, better. So, but he's second. He's second. Yeah. Uh, so it's Nabokov. Yeah. And oh come on, if Niemi's second. Kipris? No, no. Uh, Toskala? Jones. Already. No. Yeah. God. It's not a great franchise. Oh my god. Okay, you still have one chance uh, for the pass, which is the good news. Um. And uh, the last goaltender on the list is uh, the recently departed Ray Emery. I'm going to say yes. No. (laughs) 
I, I figured you were trying to give Ray Emery some some credit there. I'm so sorry. Uh, Ray Emery is fourth with 71 wins for the Ottawa Senators. That's one it. One win outside the top three. He, he just feel it feels like he won like 40 games like three well, years like, in a row. He was the guy that took him to the finals that year right. when Hashik got hurt. Right. And. And Laleem used to shit his pants, yeah, and then Ray Emery comes yeah. in. No, he's, he's one win off. I couldn't get over that. That's why I put him down as kind of a, you know, trick. Salt in the wound on that question. one. All right, top three there. Uh, God, that's an impossible franchise. They've had easy. they've had some bad goalies do turnover. really well. Yeah. That is the play. You know how, like, Philly's the city where good goalies go to die or, like, bad goalies go to die kind of thing? You know what I mean? Sure. Like, that's where you go to suck as yeah. a goaltender? Okay. Ottawa's the opposite. That's if where bad suck, goalies go, go to be just better, right? sick. Yeah. Like, That's, um, fair. That's fair. Patrick Laleem. Uh, he uh, is second on the yellow type of this list, yes. Craig Anderson's got to be on there by now, I he would think. He is first. Yeah. yeah. Oh, first. Wow, good for him. And one win above Ray Emery. It's not going to be good. It's not going to be good, it's is it? It's not great. It's not going to be good. It's not ideal. Uh, God, who else have they even had? Damian Rhodes? A good guess. Um, Ron Tugnut? Ron Tugnut. Okay. 72 wins. Yeah, yeah, I was trying to think of one of those one of those guys. Yeah. Well, you, you, you got 50%, which is nice. <sighs> and, uh, you know, that's, academically speaking, that, that might fun, be a I pass. Guess. But, you know. That was kind of fun. Not here on the Laced Up podcast. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, I don't know. Carey Price, 289. Ties Patrick Waugh. That... Uh, for me, it just seems weird that he's like he's gonna get the all-time wins list for that. Well, maybe. You're, you're, well, yeah, it's we'll fair. see. I guess we were all saying that about Patty Waugh twenty-five years yeah, ago too, no, right? Fun, so. no, honestly, well, I mean, I wasn't saying it. No, I. Some people were. I was born just after the trade, or just before the trade, I guess. Fair. So it's fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it just seems weird to me because it's such a, fran- a you know storied franchise, and the idea that you know. It's already up for debate. Like you know, like you got to figure for the Leafs. Even like Freddie Anderson is. I don't think he's ever you know going to come in shutting distance. Of okay, you know what now. franchise I'd be curious. Are, are you able to look these numbers up? Oh yeah, easily. Oh yeah. What do you use in Hockey Reference? Oh, our you friends bet. at our friends at Hockey Reference. Big fan of this site. Because with Hockey Reference, they're not a they're not a sponsor on the podcast. But if they want to be, um, however, feel free. you see Seat Giant followed us on Twitter. I thought maybe they were going to try to get. Yeah, some, if you know, if Seat Giant wants to follow or yeah. wants to uh, sponsor us, they can. I've never used Seat Giant, but I'll start. Right. Whatever. I'm going so, to see a uh, few things in February. About the sounds of things. So. Who, are you, who are you looking for? What do, what do I get to look up? The New Jersey Devils. I'm curious to know who's after. Martin Bruder. Oh, okay, this was actually a really good list. I had, I had a different quiz style set up initially, and it kind of got too easy too quick. Okay, but th- this is a hilarious list. Okay, so, God, I've got it pulled up. Martin Bruder, as you all know, okay. uh, is first with 688 wins. I'm I'm gonna guess. If you can name like three of these guys, um, if you can name four of these guys, I'll I'll be impressed. four of the top what ten. I got the top. Okay, 10. Chris Terreri. He is second. Yeah. yeah. Nice. That's what I thought. Okay. Uh, he's only 540 back of Marty Brewer. So, yeah. Any day There's now. Time. There's time. Any day now, he'll yeah. pass him. Um, I'm going to guess that Corey Schneider's on the list. Uh, he is third. <laughs> yeah. His list dropped. So, okay. Is Scott Clemenson on the list? Scott Clemenson is on the list. Oh, my God. Yeah. What, what number? He is 10th. 
I thought you were going to say fourth. And I was like, who, who, else has played, <laughs> who else has played a net for this franchise? Oh, man. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you're losing me. Who, who else is there? Uh, fourth is Glenn Resch, who I'm assuming played in the 80s. Maybe I've heard the, the name. Rockies. I've I heard the I name. Don't know. Uh, fifth is He's Sean. a radio guy now. Well, yeah. that's, that's John Tesh, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Glenn Resch is not, yeah. Fifth is Sean Burke. Uh, now, Sean Burke Ooh, had 62 true. wins as a devil. Uh, I'm pretty sure he had a 40-win season. But so, good, yeah, I was going to yeah, say, yeah. he had a really monster year there. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, sixth, a tie for sixth. Sorry, there's there's two guys with 53. Um, Alain Chevrier. Sure. Sure. Yeah, sure. And Keith Kincaid. I was going to guess Keith Kincaid because he's yeah. been there long enough now. Oh, my God. Okay, so now it's just like, can I name Devis, Devil's Goaltenders? Pretty much. Uh man. Scott Wedgwood. Uh, no. Unfortunately, uh, <laughs> Can't Scott Wedgwood has uh, not played that many games. Uh, Mackenzie Blackwood is also incorrect. Uh, he has yet to suit up. Okay. I wonder if he'll end up making that list one day. Well, that was fun. I guess who else is on there? Eighth is Craig Billington. Shit, eh? <laughs> Nine. Who play? I don't even think Craig Billington played a hundred games in the league. I'll tell you. Under or over hundred. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say it's under. I'm pretty sure it's under. He's he was with the Caps for a while, but he played three hundred thirty two games. Did he? Yeah. Over hundred with the Devils alone. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I might be mixing him up with someone. Yeah, that's fair. Um, ninth. I didn't even realize this guy played for the Devils. So, uh, Yolan Hedberg. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. The moose was there. Okay. The moose was loose in New Jersey for a little while. <sighs> Thirty-eight wins. That's. Yeah. It, okay. It's a hilarious list. Yeah. The guys from two to ten don't even come close to the total of number one. Hmm. Which is, I'm hopefully the only team you can say that for. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess. Uh, ooh. Got uh, something in my throat there. <coughs> Um, oh boy! <laughs> yeah, sound like you last week. Um, no, I want to talk about because uh, first month of the season is kind of over. Yeah, first you know, I don't know, eighth of the year sure. is done. Sure. We'll talk about biggest uh, surprises and disappointments so far this year, team wise, player wise. Is there anyone that like? We'll go with surprises first. Okay. Well, I guess they're both the same thing. A surprise can be a bad thing. It could be. Yeah. How do you want to do this? Um, I don't know. Just throw a team at me. Like, who is who? Who's impressed you the most that maybe you didn't think was going to be that great? Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. That's about everyone. I think yeah. that's everyone's most pleasant surprise. Yeah. Unless you're in their division. Um. Yeah. Five, three, and one. Tops in the Metro right now. Like, that's a tough division. Mm-hmm. You know, it drops off quick at the end, but. You know, you're talking Pittsburgh, Washington, Columbus, New Jersey. Like, granted, they've played more games than the rest of them, but you know, they look good. They look really good. They're fun. Yeah, I like fun. them. They're fun. Um, Warren Fogle seems like a good young player. Um, you know what's kind of interesting about all this too is they're five, three, and one without like their starting goaltender. Technically, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they've been getting by with Curtis McElhinney. Morazic's actually played decent at points. Um, yeah, I don't know. 
it's been interesting to see. I watched them and Colorado Saturday, and they had the better of the play. It was just like Colorado's top line is stupid right now. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's why they lost that game. But, like, Carolina was a better team for sure. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, another one, the, uh, the Los Angeles Kings. Bad, bad disappointment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, minus 15 goal differential. Yeah. Already. I saw a stat today that talked about, like, the percentage of time. Um, I'm eating here, just so everyone knows. Uh, I, I've... Big sandwich guy. Yeah. Thanks to, uh, Agostino's Deli for their help on this one. Um... Yeah, I talked about like the percentage of time that teams have led and trailed this year, and the Kings have like. Not I, don't, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if it was like the leading was so bad. No. It, yeah, it was the leading. I'm pretty sure they've led like seven percent of the season. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and I mean, like they they have two wins when you consider. Yeah, them I was gonna two. say they've like, they've won games. Yeah, I think one of them was an OT. It had to have been. Yeah. Yeah. Um. They are second last in the NHL right now, um, save for Detroit, who is behind them by a point. And again, we you know you talked about like it's it's only not the you know end of October here; it's still early-ish. But you know, the first month of the season can kind of make or break you. You know, you you mm-hmm. can't win the President's Trophy in the first month. You can lose you know, it. but you you can yeah you can definitely you can lose it. it and and you can definitely miss the playoffs based on a on a bad uh, first twenty games or so. And you know what they say, too, is... I've not always been a huge believer of this, but it's definitely true to a degree. Where that American Thanksgiving's kind of your, your the cutoff for a lot of teams. And it's usually, like, the teams that are in the playoffs at American Thanksgiving. So, November 23rd this year. There's normally, like, four teams, maybe, out of those 16 teams that end up missing the playoffs. Like, that's usually your playoff race right mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And to me, my thing is is that, you know, if you're the Kings, like, how many games have they played? They've won two. They played eight games, maybe? Nine. Nine games. Yeah. So, two and seven. Like, even if they win out at this point for the next month. Right. Like, then they're sitting good, right? Yeah. But if they go 500 the next month, they're still five games below 500 at that point. Once you get to a certain point of the year, it becomes di- difficult to claw your way out from being below 500. Might be there already, yeah. it's. I'm just saying, like it it, it takes improvement in a lot of uh, different areas. I, I don't know where the Kings are going to draw that extra spark from this year. Like, no. I just, I really don't. No, me neither. Like, Col- unless Kovalchuk gets younger suddenly. Yeah. I... Unless they find a kid in the minors that maybe they didn't, you know, didn't have on the team to start the year. Right. But who who is that kid? Like I looking no, great, I, I follow that team. There isn't really a kid <coughs> in the minors right now that they're looking at to yeah. to bring up that's going to be a difference maker. No, it's, so, it's not looking great. Um, I'm expecting the Kovalchuk returns to the KHL story to be up by Christmas. Real is that a real prediction? Or are you just kidding? Yeah. I'm probably mostly kidding, but it's only probably. Because, like, you had to ask yourself, is that, you know, could that happen just now? And, you know, I'm not saying it well, but it could, I guess. 
I didn't have to ask myself. Yeah, that. Right. that's not going to happen. Uh, only one other team on my list here that I've got uh, as a, a surprise to start the month: the five, one regulation loss and two overtime loss. Montreal Canadiens sitting second in the Atlantic. Um, <clears throat> I mean, like I remember we talked about our, our season predictions a couple episodes ago, and uh, I think I don't know if it was both of us, but you know, I definitely alluded to the fact that. You know, Carey Price might get them out of the basement, but uh, I don't know. I, I I didn't see them. You know, at the you know near the top of the well, second place in the East at this point, I guess technically. Um, yourself? What? Canadians sitting second in the East. Oh, I don't care. Not a surprise. Um. Not not really. Um. More so, I mean, more so just because, like, I can see bad teams doing well to start a year, but good teams doing poorly to start a year surprises me a little bit more. Okay. Montreal had a really good training camp. Um, they were really positive coming out of camp. Um, like, just good vibes, not as much negativity as there was to end the year last year, coming out of training camp last year. Um, one thing I am going to say about Montreal, not to like, you know, really dissatisfy the Montreal fans that listen to the show, so they they lost to the Kings in regulation. Um, you know, they beat Pittsburgh and the Leafs a couple times. They also beat Detroit and St. Louis, and one of their overtime losses was against Ottawa. Not necessarily... Great teams. Um, yeah, no, yeah, you're right. Now Ottawa's been doing decent. They've actually been a bigger surprise to me than Montreal. Really? Because, well, Montreal has pieces. Montreal has Carey Price. Like they have enough to like string together some wins. Do they? Ottawa doesn't at all, and Ottawa, they're I, doing. I agree with you on Ottawa, but Ottawa's does, got. Does, does Montreal have anything? Well, I, I mean, they okay. With all due respect to everyone on the Ottawa Senators, they're all better than me at hockey buy a freaking lot uh, they don't have a lot of like guys that would make other NHL teams I'd rather have a like lot. Duchesne and Stone than probably any two forwards that can name in Montreal I, I agree to disagree on Duchesne sir but definitely Stone yeah. um, I, I don't know like Montreal like their, their decor even like has played NHL before I don't know and their goaltender is just a lot, a no, lot, yeah. a lot better. The goaltending is too. definitely where Montreal, I think, is getting a lot of its success. It's, it's helping. Point, it's but. not hurting. And last year was hurting. You know, Carey Price was not himself last year. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess Ottawa's surprising. Um, or, sorry, Montreal. But but Ottawa's surprised me more. Um, I guess New Jersey was 4-0. They're not anymore. But that was, that was kind of surprising to me. Um, yeah, the Kings, I agree. Arizona... I thought would be a little bit better coming out of the gate, but the Galchenyuk injury certainly didn't help them. No. Um, he came back last night. He didn't get a point, but uh, they won 4-1 against Columbus, who was not a bad hockey team. I would say Chicago's one of the teams that's kind of shocked me. Yeah. Like 5-2-2. Two, and two, Yeah. Most of which was without Corey Crawford. You know, they gave the Leafs a pretty good run while the Leafs were playing really good games there. Um, 
I, I don't know. I uh, Chicago's that's shocking to me, to be quite honest with you. You know what's kind of surprising to me too is everyone talking about the Jets not having a great start. <laughs> I didn't even realize at the time we're recording the part uh, the the podcast. They're six three and one. Yeah, they're actually doing. <laughs> no, they're fine. <laughs> actually, doing pretty well. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like a lot of people are surprised by San Jose, not no. like at top of the conference, but like it's gonna take some time to get yeah. everybody integrated and everything like that. So that's not really surprising. Right where they should be. Uh, sure. Top of the division. That's where they'll stay all year. Are they top of the division? There. First place in the Pacific. Well, they probably will be soon anyway. If they're not anyway. Um. Player wise. I, I'd i be lying if I said I wasn't a little bit surprised about Mr. Austin Matthews having 10 goals in 10 games and 16 points. Um, but he is a good player. It's not, oh, like, yeah. it's not like it's a scrub. Um, oh, yeah. Miko Rantanen. Yeah, I would say Landis Cog for me. Not so much Rantanen, but um, I kind of look at Landis Cog as a guy who I thought his days of being a productive goal scorer in the league were done and it was just going to be like a really solid you know 50 60 point guy yeah um he looks like he could potentially score 40 goals this year and having eight goals in nine games really doesn't hurt that um i'm not saying he is going to score 40 but it looks like a realistic possibility which like if you would have told me before the year i would have i would have laughed oh, I but he is playing with nate mckinnon he is playing with ranton and two very good players um so that's going well mm-hmm Curtis McElhinney. I guess. To some degree. Yeah. You know, he's... I, I guess you can't really say he's the starter right now because they're kind of split in duty, but he's getting more games than I think he would have if he was in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe not all that much of a surprise. Um, maybe I'm just more happy and want to, you know, shut out Curtis McElhinney. But uh, a big part of why I think Carolina's at the top of that division. Would... Because he's a journeyman... Yeah. Would McElhaney be a contender for our traveling hockey team? It could be. Yeah? It could be. I can tell you this much. He is on the top ten wins list of uh, an NHL franchise. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Columbus? Yeah. Come on. He's like sixth. That's fucked. Where's Mark Denis? He's third or fourth. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah. You know, yeah. What we sh- you know what we should do? We should do like a uh, like a draft for these traveling teams mm. of of guys that move around a lot, yeah, or party a lot, yeah. Or... Like our like like I'll pick a team and you'll pick a team, and then they'll both just travel. Like you know how we were talking about a few like weeks our ago thirty on the second podcast? franchise, just traveling thirty second. It'll be thirty second and thirty third, I guess. Attraction, yeah, yeah. Okay, Harlem Globetrotters. Let's let's do that next okay. week. We'll draft a team of, but they got to fit under the cap. How about that? All right. We got to fit them under the cap. One guy from each team will exclude Vegas because that's already a you know, happening party town. Right. Aren't they yeah. exempt from the next. Uh, that too. Uh, yeah, yeah, so okay. Okay. So we'll pick. Yeah. I'm Should down. we hire some sort of moderator perhaps? Oh, to... we'll get. I got, a, I got a guy. Okay. Yeah, we'll do it. Nice. 100%. Okay. okay. Well, that'll be fun. Giddy up, folks. Um, ooh. You know who else is surprising? Michael Furland. Is he? Has. Six goals and nine points in nine games? That's kind of surprising. Okay, six goals, yeah, yeah. I've always liked him. You think of him as a point-per-game guy, though? Well, I I kind of always thought he had it in him. I don't know. 
Like, it's kind of surprising me. David Perron's yeah, looking good in St. Louis, yeah, too. Oh, yeah, he's, well, That's yeah, good Third stuff. time's a charm, right? Yeah. Is it the third time? I thought this was more than the third this time. This is his third time. Yeah? yeah. Okay. Just feels like he goes back there every year. Right. No. Okay. Um, okay, how, how about this? Any, anybody that you're surprised that still has a job front office-wise? Where should I begin? Uh, well, uh, coaching. Is there any coaches you think that uh, should have been let go by this point? Um, not really. Like, I would say John Stevens, but, like, I think that's more of a personnel problem on the ice yeah. than it is a coaching thing. You think Mike like, Yeo's like on John. the hot seat? They look bad. They're the blue, weird. The Blues look really bad. They had that game against the Leafs that looked pretty good. I thought the Leafs just didn't look great. It could have been part of it, but, like, I, I don't know. I thought the Blues looked okay. Every time I'm watching the Blues, they're, like, running into each other, and, like, they look like the Bad News Bears, man. Like, they, yeah. they look terrible. You know, I, like, I think I, I feel like it. they'll get it together. Like, that's why I'm not saying yeah. they're, like, a surprise to me. I still feel like that'll level itself out because there's just too much talent on that team well, there's, there's for them so not much, to figure it out. There's so much new pieces as well. That's I, another I, thing, know, too. I touched on that as well. But yeah, they're, like, they're they completely different. You know, they gotta, they're, the, they're completely different down the ice than they were a season ago. Right. Basically. Like, even Braden Shen's only on his second year there. Yeah. You know, like, it, it takes time. They completely resurfaced the front half of that team over the past few years. I get it. So yeah, you think Mike Yo is safe there? Um, I guess there's not really any, other, any any coaches really that are. I mean, uh, there's a few general managers. Though. Yeah. Um, how long do you think Ken Holland has? At least till the end of the year. You'd have to think. But with Stevie sitting out there, is it worth getting the jump? Like, should be that should Stevie Eisman be the guy taking over the trade deadline? Well. I thought, I thought there was some sort of, or, well, okay, so the thing with the Eisenman situation is that he said he was going to honor the rest of his contract. So I don't see him going back on that promise this season. So I don't see Eisenman taking any job in Detroit this year, which is another reason why I think they keep Holland around. But Detroit clearly, like, I mean, their owner passed away, but, like, they have such a, such an affinity for Ken Holland. Yeah. That I just see there. I think there's just too much respect there. I don't think that he goes anywhere until at least the season ends. That said, I think he's on his way out sooner rather than later. But um, yeah, I don't know. I could see uh, Marky Marky B maybe shipping out of Montreal. Hey, at some point. I mean, again, you go back five one and two at this point. You know, I'm not saying he's yeah. done a great job, but it's hard to hard to fire a guy when you're winning. Call me at Christmas. Okay, no, that's fair. I can only I can only grade the team as uh, how they've done the first nine games here. Yeah. So, call me at Christmas. Oh, I'll be here for Christmas. What are we What are we doing? What are you doing for Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> you know me. You know me over the holidays, James. I wouldn't say I'm a I'm a big drinker all the time. I do drink, but at Christmas time, <laughs> oh boy, that's fair. Yeah, I got nothing. I got nowhere to be. Between your birthday, the Joe Willis bash, and Christmas, it's a mm-hmm. bit of a. Better. I have a Christmas birthday, folks. Not yeah. right at, not like right 
Christmas like Day. Jesus, but my my birthday is is uh, a few days before Christmas, and the beautiful thing about it is generally all my out of town friends come home like on my birthday or the day after my birthday. So it's like as soon as they get home, it's like my birthday, and then I see my friends for like two weeks, and my family and everything like that. It's a it's a great time. It's my favorite time of year. I'm very happy for you. I can't wait to do podcasts then because they're going to be a lot more fun Christmas time for sure. Nice. Um. Yeah. Any anybody else surprising you? Anything else there? Um. I don't know. I didn't know Crosby hadn't scored until last night. Yeah, that was kind I was. I didn't. Wild. I didn't know that. Like I. But when he scores, I don't, Cros- does he ever score? <laughs> Holy fuck! Okay, let's talk about that goal. Uh. That was awesome. That was a great game. I had. Um, you know who was at that game was uh, Colleen and Tess. Were at that game. Really? Yeah, because they live out there now. Yeah, yeah. And so they were at the game, and huh. uh, what a game they picked to go to. No kidding. Because Sid versus Connor, six five shootout. Well, not literal shootout, but great game. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Crosby's just one of those guys, maybe the only of those guys, that like I just don't, I never look at his stats, because you just assume by this point, it's like, yeah, well, they've played eight games, he has 13 points probably, and like three or eight of them are goals, somewhere mm-hmm. in between there. Mm-hmm. I had no idea he hadn't scored till last night. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm not worried, it's, he still looks like Sidney Crosby, clearly, but... But yeah, he had, a, he had a stretch two years ago where he didn't score for a while. I think he won the Ross. It was a while. Oh, the, the Maurice, sorry. There was you know, there was one year there. I don't know how long it was. Was I feel like he only had, he had like three goals in like thirty five games or something at one point. Like it was just like ah, oh, Sidney Crosby's done. And That's then they it. won they won two cups since then. Pack it in. Yeah. Full. Okay, so you had a thing that you wanted to discuss sandwich. about uh, uh, Ryan Strom, I believe it was. Hmm. Hey, give me a minute here. Yeah, you get that, get that prosciutto sure. in you, you know? Mm. Good stuff there at uh, at Agostino's. Yeah. Agostino's, proud sponsor. Of the, ah. No, but they could, they could be. I could look into that. They, they'd give us some money for sure. To Go check out the Joe Willis sandwich at Agostino's. I don't even think I could take money from them. I'm just going to do a free plug here. Okay. If you're on the south side of Thunder Bay... And you need a, a place to get a sandwich. There's only two places. There's Agostino's or Fresco's that is worth going to. Fresco's, big fan of John. I know John really well. But Agostino's, if you go see Lucy at Agostino's, ask for the Joe Willis special or make your own sandwich, phenomenal place. Love it there. One of my favorite places to get a sandwich on the, yeah. on the south side of Thunder Bay. Go down and uh, with the uh, L-A-C-E-D promo code, you can receive no <laughs> benefit at Agostino's. Uh, Agostino's, we've got buns and we've got meat. We've got stuff you'd love to eat. <laughs> at Wilkins Hyundai and Subaru, we've got Hyundais and Subarus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I wanted to talk... Well, actually, this is our first ever official... Well, it's not really official, but I guess our first ever mailbag question. Nice. Because we have never really opened up the mailbag. No. Maybe we maybe we will soon. Any mail? I don't know. I haven't checked no Well, one. I guess. I'm, I don't know what it's called when you don't ask for mail. This is a mailbox question. Ooh. Maybe. Okay. Because you know how you open it and you got bills and stuff like that. And yeah. there's never anything good in the mailbox. 
I guess this is the one good thing I've gotten in the mailbox. Okay. There's a little text from my friend uh, Cody Fraser the other night. Oh, Counselor Fraser. The Counselor. <laughs> God, I love that nickname. I like. I know. I know he is a counselor. It's just. It's fun to call him the counselor. Yeah. It's just fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. He he sent me a text, and this is exactly what it said. What's the deal with Dylan Strom? Hmm. And so I read it, and I and I died laughing because I read it like Jerry Seinfeld. What's the deal? <laughs> what is the deal? What's the deal with Dylan Strom? Yeah. First he's good, then he's not good. He was never good. <laughs> um, he he might not pan out, eh? Like, you think? like I never really. I figured he'd be like a late bloomer. I always kind of just thought, like, okay, he'll figure it out. Like, it, it took Shifley a couple of years to figure it out, and then Strom got past yeah. the Shifley age, and it's like. Okay, like, it's taken some other guys, like, till they're, like, 22, 23 to figure it out. But he's playing every night now, and he's not looking great. And the big thing with Dylan Strom has always been, you know, like, he's got the shot, he's got the size, but he was never, like, a blow-you-out-of-the-water skill-wise kind of guy. Like, he was more just, like a, like, a really smart hockey player that happened to have the tools. Um, and... For whatever reason, it just doesn't look like it has transferred over to the NHL um, level, which for some guys it doesn't. And uh, it's it's like he's still up and he still plays, like he's played every game so far this year. But there's not many stats in his favor right now, other than like he's pretty decent in the faceoff circle. So that might get him, like, fourth-line duties moving forward. But right now, he's playing almost 15 minutes a night. And he's got two goals, no assists for a guy that they thought would be, like, a scoring center. But could also make some Art. things happen. Like, he'd be worthy of getting some assists and things like that. And uh, Are any of the Stroms going to pan out? Well, it's too early to say for Matt, for sure. Um, you know, like you can't say something about a guy that, that hasn't had a chance yet, and that's still pretty young. Um, I guess Ryan, like Ryan at least is like a serviceable NHL player, but okay. um, he's yeah. definitely not, not the not level like, of talent yeah. that they thought. Second overall But Dylan, Dylan's kind of more surprising, I think, because, I don't know, I think Dylan got talked up a lot more than, uh, than uh, the other one. Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. There's too many of them. Yeah. Um, 36 career games, Dylan Strom has 6 goals, 6 assists for 12 points. Yeah. Um, I think, because a lot of people have talked... Now, he's only 21. That's worth noting yeah. as well. No, you're not wrong. Um, it does seem like it could get to, like... Because another player that came up in the Arizona organization and kind of had this level happen until they got traded was Kyle Turris. True. So Kyle Turris got moved to Ottawa and, and had completely new life once he did. Now, mind you, there was like a contract holdout in there, but there were a lot of years where Kyle Turris was just a nobody. Uh, he got dealt. My thought is that I think the same thing may end up happening to Dylan Strom if he doesn't get into stride with Arizona soon. I could see Jake moving him for probably still a decent piece at this point, but the longer he waits, the worse the return's going to get. Um... I could see Strom going somewhere else and doing decently well, because... Doesn't like that hot desert air. 
Too hot in the hot tub. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> James Brown, celebrity hot tub! <laughs> Should I get in the water? Yeah! Will it make me wet? Yeah! Should I get in the water? Yeah! Will it make me sweat? Well, well. That's a 1979 Saturday Night Live reference, kids. Too hot in the hot tub. Yeah, it's too hot in the hot tub. So yeah, maybe it's too hot in the desert for Dylan Strom. <laughs> Let's move to uh, somewhere with some snow. Maybe uh, Edmonton. <laughs> too cold in the it's too, freezer. Too cold in the freezer. <laughs> um, where's a lukewarm St. Louis? Vancouver. Vancouver. Yeah, it's like 10 degrees, like 380 days a year there. It's got that wet, all th- it's got that wet bone chill. All 380 <laughs> days a year. <laughs> that was the stupidest Ooh. thing I ever said. I wasn't really paying attention when yeah. I said it. but um, Yeah, I don't know. I could see Strom getting another shot somewhere else and doing quite well. Sometimes it's just what you need is a change of scenery. Yeah, now, he, it's not like he's been in Arizona the whole time and not doing well. And like he's he's... Uh, you know, festering around this coach that he hates and this organization that he hates. Like, he hasn't been there that long, and I really don't think they have treated him very poorly. And there's been several different managers and coaches since he's been there. Like, there's been a lot of different situations. For whatever reason, he can't find his stride. But, 36 games, he's 21 years old. Um, So, to answer the question of the week, I guess. What's the deal with Ryan Strom? What's the deal? One of the Stroms. And what's the deal with airplane peanuts? Yeah. I gotta work on my Jerry. Yeah, I normally do a pretty good Jerry. It's not the best tonight. Um, I think it's too early to judge. Although he's not looking great out there, I will admit I've watched Arizona a few times. I still think it's too early to judge. Um, it's just someone that, even though he's not in um, Toronto and, and things like that, like he's got the Toronto sort of media attention... Because he's from there. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. This is a guy who's done really, really well on uh, for the World Juniors and Junior. And, like, people have been watching him for years and years and years. Feels like he's, like, 28 years old. He's 21. Oh, I get it. it and it's a name, so, too, where you kind of associate with his older brother at the same right. time. And it's like, oh, right. these guys have been around for a while. Well, well really. and, and like, none of them have been. Like, And you've heard tons of times that, uh, uh, nice, the dad's trip. Dad's. Todd's in Vegas. There's one. We're watching the the Vegas uh, Canucks game, and there's a dad on the Canucks. It looks like an interesting fella, hmm. wearing like an Indiana Jones hat. There, he was like the only one not wearing a jersey. I'd be curious to know whose dad that is. Who's whose dad do you think it is on the Canucks? Good Branson, eh? No, it's got to be more like uh, a um, like a like a who's like hippie and kind of free. Oh, it's Brock Besser's dad. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Um, yeah, okay, so I don't know, Dylan Strom would be fine. Um, top ten. Top ten? Top ten. Nice. Top ten. Uh, this week's top ten. We're gonna, we're gonna change it up a little bit. Well, I guess last week we kind of changed it up. We did, like, the, uh, We're fun. We're collaborative. progressive people. Yeah. It's a progressive podcast. Sure. Uh, this week's sponsor, Progressive Insurance. Um, this week the top ten... We are going to... It's actually going to be... We're each going to do five. Uh, what we're doing this week... And it, it could get fun towards the end. Because you're going to... We're going to really run out of 
options here. Oh, yeah. Uh, top 10 expansion cities. The way we're going to do it is we're going to do it like a draft. We're each going to pick five. And then I guess, oh, I didn't even think about this. So what we could do is the five cities we each pick are like the five cities that our traveling team that we're going to pick next week. Okay. Because we're going to pick like an actual, ro- I don't know if I made it clear, like we'll pick an actual roster next week. Oh yeah, we we'll do a draft. That, by the way. Yeah, we're, we're, we're picking, happening. yeah, we're, we're doing that, 100%. Or, it was all a setup. Yeah, um, so yeah. And then each of our five cities will be like the five cities that our teams rotate between when they're on, when they're playing home games. So that'll be cool. There you go. Um, but we're obviously going to try to pick some viable NHL markets. Now we're we're going to run out. Um, the NHL is not like a major league baseball team where if you build the stadium, people will go. You could build a, a, a you know an MLB sized diamond in Kennebunkport, Maine, and I'm sure you could find a bunch of people to go in Kennebunkport, Maine. Yeah. Shout out to Kennebunkport, mm-hmm. Maine. Mm-hmm. Well, they got a shout out on Seinfeld one time, so that's how I thought uh-huh. of the city name. Yeah. I'm pretty much just going to pick, like, a one good NHL city, and then the other four are just going to be, like, city names I've heard on, like, movies and stuff like that. Sure. I'm gonna, we're going to go to small towns. I'm okay. going to be a small town team. We're going to pick a bunch of, farm bo- bunch of farm boys. I'm picking Travis Hamannick for sure. Um, but, yeah. Okay. Um... Is Seattle uh, available? Okay, true. Um, um, yes. Okay. We'll pick. Well, okay. So what's the format for this? Like, this is like we're. The, so are we then the thirty third and thirty fourth team? Like Seattle's gonna get their own team, and then we're also just adding. I guess so. more teams. I guess so. Okay, so Seattle no. No Seattle's Seattle. Up. Nah, no let's Seattle. make it more interesting. Because okay. Seattle's like, let's just establish it now. Like, We'll do it like a top 11 here and just an Breaking news on the Laced Up podcast, uh, NHL has awarded a franchise to Seattle. Uh, what? Heard it here first? What? NHL is a franchise in Seattle. Oh, yeah. yeah, Seattle's getting a team. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. And and they are the right next option. Like, there isn't anyone ahead of them, I don't, no, think. I don't think. Come so. on. Yeah. Give me a break. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. You remember, like... Ten years ago, it was like a whole thing about Kansas City. <laughs> Does Kansas City still have a city? Fucking Kansas City. Do you think there's still a city in Kansas City? No. They're gone. Kansas Tornadoes. City, Kansas. Not even a thing. No. Kansas City, Missouri. It's a joke. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so flip for first overall pick. Okay. We'll see who has first overall pick in this... Uh, you want to call it? In ye old. Um, I'll go heads. It is uh, Tails. Of course it is. Yeah. I'm so sorry, sir. Well, call off the season. <clears throat> with the, I'm not uh, drafting a team. With the first overall pick in the uh, inaugural expansion draft. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm going to take uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Really? Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So we should explain these, though, like, while we're picking them. Sure. I mean... Don't get me wrong, my fifth pick, I've already know what I'm picking, and yeah. there's no way I think that should be a real NHL city, no, but for this fantasy yeah. world, well, it counts. Uh, no, I'm, I don't know, like, Milwaukee could take the uh, could take the St. Paul route and just name the team after the state, I'd be fine with that, the Wisconsin, whatchamacallits, but uh, I don't know, I, I, I think it's, it's not a... How dare you take the state of Wisconsin, sir? I was my next pick was going to be the Wisconsin oh, Dells. Oh, that's yeah. Fair. No, I'm just kidding. That's a city. You that's can take not. I'm not. No, yeah. I'm not taking. That's not a city. Come on, we've been there. That's not a city. That's a no. That's a fucking amusement park, and they call yeah, it a city. It's a fair. goddamn lie, is what it is. That's an amusement park with, with a, a bunch Denny's. of Denny's and a 
Wolf River Lodge yeah. or whatever it's called. No, I Great Wolf like, Lodge. I, I think Milwaukee's close enough to Chicago that you you know it's it, you know kind of alleviates that idea of having a second team in Chicago, and it's a northern market that I think like I think Wisconsin really likes its hockey. You know, like as far as that goes, I I, th- I think it's a it's a simple. I don't know how the Admirals do in the AHL, but I'd, I'd have to assume that it's, it's like I said, it's a state that likes its hockey. Well, and as we've always known, Wisconsin is the state of hockey. Mm. I made I commented that to piss the, off John Chozik, and he doesn't even listen to the podcast, I found out. so Yeah, the Point Place Podcast Players. That's, that's what I'll call the team. I will not call the team. Ooh, you should definitely get. Oh man, that'd be cool though. The games in in Milwaukee, and you yeah. could get all the fucking, uh, all the people from that '70s show out to the games and stuff like that. Nice. Well, yeah, except not. for, except for Lisa Robin Kelly. Except for, well, her and. Uh, <laughs> 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 what? Why? Who are you thinking of? I gotta get a new co-host or something. Like. <laughs> <laughs> the Airedale incident last Hail week. The real <laughs> oh my god. Why are you still talking about it? Um, okay, well, with my pick, first overall pick, I am taking uh, Quebec City, Quebec. A, a very easy... Shocker. A, a very easy choice. Yeah, I can't believe they fell to number two. Uh, I am taking them uh, second overall, so that's going to be one of my cities we're going to play in. Uh, after Seattle, I think is they are the next logical choice for an expansion team or for a team to move. Oh, yeah. Now, by the time that they have their shit completely together and teams are potentially moving there, there may be other cities that throw their hat into the ring. Um, I'm sure we'll get to a few of those cities here on the the draft. But, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Like, that's just... Uh, it just makes sense. Sure. It's a, it's a city that could sustain a team before. and Nordiques? Very likely could. Yeah, the, the, there was a team there, the no, Quebec you, Nordiques. You'd name them the Nordiques? Well, if we, remo- if we were moving a team there, for sure. This is for, I mean, I mean it's just a traveling team. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, I see what you're saying. Oh, yeah. my traveling okay. team's going to have a hilarious name. I'll unveil it next week. Okay, that's fine. But yeah, we're not going to be called the Nordiques. Okay. But, gotcha. okay, but good idea. We're going to wear Nordiques jerseys. We're just not going to call ourselves oh, the Nordiques. Okay. Fuck it. We yeah. got a new better name. Okay. Nordiques jersey, so we're all gonna wear it there. Uh, my players aren't even gonna have their names on the back. So you're like a. You're like it's a gonna be like, uh, like there's gonna be a bunch of like, what did Sackick wear for the Nordiques? Like ninety seven or something stupid like that. It's gonna be a bunch of like number ninety seven Sackick jerseys skating around. Sure. Didn't he? He wore like eighty eight. Eighty eight. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, we're gonna wear eighty eight Sackick jerseys. Yeah, he, I mean he wore that for like twelve games. No, nope. yeah, we're all wearing it. Fuck it. Okay, let's go. So you're you're basically just like go Nordiques. Modern Hollywood just. You know, reboots from the 80s. Yeah. Gotcha. 100%. Welcome to my team. Well, going second overall. It's going to go great. uh, I'm going to take Hamilton. Ooh. Interesting. So you're going to play some games in Hamilton. Steel City. Now, is this... The only Steel City. Is this because you're hoping to have some beverages with the Arkells? Hey. I'm not here to tell you what the Arkells can and cannot do. But if there was an NHL team in Hamilton... Feel as though the Arkells might be involved to some degree. So, mm-hmm. if the Arkells want to come hang out in Hamilton and watch some hockey, I'm not going to tell them they can't. Yeah, yeah. Do they have a rink? Like a well, Cop. I guess so. They yeah. had. Uh, well, they have their. They uh, had. They have a team now, actually. Yeah. Yeah, they have a an OHL team now. They got demoted. Yeah. But like Cops Coliseum is still. Is that what it is? Fifteen thousand people. I'm hmm. pretty sure. 
It's comparable to Winnipeg's arena. We're going to Winnipeg in February probably, and I'm definitely <laughs> hitting up Tim Oxford. Oh yeah. See if he wants to have a couple brewskis. Okay. Friend of the show. A, a, a live podcast in another city. That's true. We could have the yeah. we could have our guest. Our guest could be Tim Oxford. That'd be sick. That'd be cool. I'm down. That'd be the probably the that's the bat that's the coolest guest we have lined up this year. Yeah. Other than, uh, you know, Carter Hutton. Right. I didn't actually. I've, I haven't contacted him about that yet. Um, okay, second. Well, I didn't have another pick lined up. Um, uh, you know what? I'm gonna go uh, second with my second pick. I'm going Portland, Oregon. Wow. Uh, Oregon, yeah. Oregon, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I guess I could have gone with. Uh, I don't know. Um, Portland's big. Portland's got hockey already. Um, Portland seems like kind of a cool city. The poor man's Seattle, as they call it. Do they? Uh, I do. Who? Uh, I I do, and uh, I I'm taking Portland. I just think it's a cool place. I'd like to bless them with my fun team of the '88 Sackets. That's actually what we're going to be called. '88 Sackets, more like the '88 Suckets. Don't you dare talk about uh. Mr. Sackick that way, <laughs> sir. All right. I enough. I yeah. I say that to his face. I will not. Um, I I would say I'd say anything in his face if okay. I if if I got to meet him and you, if I got to meet him, yeah, and that was part of the deal. Just say this thing to him. Fuck it, I'll say it. Okay, I'd love to meet Joe Sackett. Could be a cool guy, probably. Uh, third, I'm gonna go Salt Lake City. Mm, interesting. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, God. Problem. Ah. Uh. I think so far all the guys on your traveling team are just gonna hate playing for your team. <laughs> you got you got like twenty eight games a year already where it's just nothing fun to do in any of these cities. Look, half your games. Well, so Milwaukee far... has breweries, I guess. Yeah. It's a beer city. I mean, Hamilton's like, got a. Arkells. That's it, but they're not there all the time. Look, I'm not saying anything bad about Quebec City as a city, but like you guys can't speak French oh, like part time. Like, it's not going to be a I'm, thing. You haven't seen my team yet. I'm picking all French players. Mm. All right, I'm making a lot of promises <laughs> for this yes. team before I actually hammer out a team for next week. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Salt Lake City. Why not? How big is Salt Lake City? Not big. Can you get me a population number I, here? I can pull something up. Okay. What do you have? You have a, an estimate? Uh, it's not big. Four hundred thousand urban. It's probably uh, like three million now that I said that. One million ish. Urban. Yeah. That's fucked. One point two metro. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. It's cool. Doable. It's doable. Um, yeah, I'm really unprepared for this. My third pick... Uh, where's fun? What's a fun place? What's, uh... There's a place I know in Ontario. Uh, you know what? You'll appreciate this pick. Fuck it. Third pick, uh... I'm going... Can I... Now, can I do slashes if they're kind of, like, almost the same city? Like, you know how if you were you doing Milwaukee? my next city, you oh, son of a bitch. Yeah, I'm, number three is Regina, Saskatoon. Oh, I had Saskatchewan yeah. written down. Oh, no. I, we're going to Regina. Uh, yeah. Saskatchewan. I love my cities so far. I love the way that this traveling team's shaping up. Yeah, all right. You got it, I guess. It's a heart, heart and soul of hockey land, I yeah, guess. Kind of. Right. Like, you know, 
Keep talking. I'm gonna need all, a minute here. That back. was my next pick. Yeah, no, sure. that's fine. Oh god, I don't know who I, I'm. I might uh, pick like a city on another planet for one of my other picks. I don't. I don't have anything lined up. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. Like it'd be fun. Like if they could sustain a team. Like to get serious about it for a minute. If they could. If they had more people living out there, then for sure. You know what I mean? The people who already live there would love to have a team out there. Yeah, you go and I feel like you'd have. City, you know? I feel yeah. like you'd have yeah. a loyal following. The problem is, is try to convince Gary Bettman that you know a city with 150,000 people in it, you're going to have a fucking NHL team there. Like it's not, it's not going to be easy. You could end the feud. The feud. Yeah, you know the Regina Saskatoon feud. I mean, you know, they hate each other, don't is, they? Is is that a thing? Probably. Port Arthur hates Fort William, right? I think you've been watching too much Corner Gas. <laughs> Wollerton. <laughs> don't tell me what the poets are doing. Yeah. Just get out. I, I I don't know if they all hate each other. I've no, never really I, heard I about assumed. that. You, know, you think so? Yeah. They're who, just all who rivals. Is, who is the best Saskatchewan? Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. All right. Well, anyway, that's my third pick. Okay. Regina, Saskatchewan. Slash Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Okay, well, uh, fourth, I'm going to take the third largest city in the United States. Uh, Houston, Texas. Why? I, s- I see, sir. Because there goes the my third largest city in the U.S. Yes. And I'm sure there's some people that watch hockey down there. Somewhere. Deep in the heart of Texas. <laughs> You're running out of points, eh? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's, that's all I got. Houston, it's a big city. Okay, that Get was your it. fourth pick, right? Yeah. Um, my my fourth pick because, um, look, this is going to be a fun team. This is going to be a team that, you know, I got no problem with my boys going out on the road and getting into a, a couple of beverages after the game. You know what? I think they need to do that. So we're going to have a rule that every fifth home game. They gotta go out and 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 go out on the town. Atlantic City. And what better city? <laughs> Atlantic City. Yep, we're going to the Trump Taj Mahal after the game for a couple of waters. Nice. Um, no. no. Water Atlantic City. What 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 better city to go out in? Maybe once a month after a nice five-two whomping of the Washington Capitals. The Nolans. The Big Easy. Ah. New Orleans, Louisiana. Alright. We are playing... F- uh, I did my math wrong. I guess eight games a year in Nolans. That's fair. Look, I don't think that that would be a great place to actually put an NHL franchise. But for the sake of this, uh, yeah, we're playing eight games a year there. Fuck it. It'd be awesome. That'd be super fun. I, I know me personally. I don't know about you. I would make a boys trip out of going down to Nolens to watch some hockey if they okay. had a sit if they had a team. Okay. I'm down. Well I will uh, I will see you in New Orleans. Please don't say Atlanta. And I will raise you. Please don't say Atlanta. We're going south of the border down to Mexico oh, City. Okay, that's pretty cool. <laughs> We're going down to Mexico City. South of the border down Mexico way. Okay, so I got a I got a funny that's story. That's where I fell in the when the stars I only took Mexico City so I could tell the story. You've been down to Tijuana or no, what? No. That's my next pick. I was I was I was hanging out with Meg Woji the night. Right? 
You're gonna this, appreciate this, this one. This is gonna fall off the rails pretty yeah. quick. What's up? And uh, we, were talk- we, we were talking about you know football, and they were playing uh, over in in England for some game. And I said, uh, well, it's, it's kind of weird. It's kind of a weird market for them to approach. And I said, you know, maybe they should do something in Mexico City. I don't know if they do, but they do. Okay, that's cool. And um, actually, I got a just small anecdote sure. there. One of my favorite like vines I've ever seen is actually just a recording of you know Chris Berman. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they played in Mexico City a few years ago for a game, and. Uh, he didn't know how to speak Spanish, and he couldn't read it on the teleprompter. And he's like, "Welcome back to Monday night, Noche de Football." <laughs> so that's what he said, Noche de Football. That's sick. that was my um, that was my fantasy team name that year was Noche de Football. Noche de Football. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. So I, I mentioned uh, briefly to Meg that you know, like I, I thought it was kind of weird that Mexico City hasn't been considered uh, for more expansion stuff, either football or baseball or whatever it might be. And she, she, like, swear to God, turns to me and says, "Oh yeah, Mexico City. That's that's in Texas or something, right?" <laughs> no, sweetie. Uh, no. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, I, I, I said to her in that moment, you know, like, the the thing with her is that, like, when she when she's wrong, it's like you can see where she's trying to come from every time. It's like you you're, you're close, but you're still really far off. You know, it's it good attempt. Her facts she's, are she's always a C person. In she life. has like she's 30 percent facts sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's like, like again in that moment, she may have been thinking about like New Mexico, or San Jose is also in in Costa yeah, Rica, or yeah. Kansas City is, is in, in Missouri. Kansas. Yeah, like I get it, but uh, that's what she was trying to connect to. Interesting. Yeah. So. Not okay. Mexico City, Texas, for the record. I'm going with Mexico City, Mexico. Mexico. We'll go down we'll have south of the times, border. Tequila. You know, south of the border. Little margarita. Little margarita. Yeah, you know, little uh, yeah. maracas and uh, salsa. This is getting playfully. You don't know racist. You, <laughs> you don't know what they do in Mexico, do you? <laughs> I don't know. They no. What do they do? They make tacos and dance yeah i mean they do other things like they're like you and i you're gonna have to cut that you you know when i just started doing this podcast and i uh i had to like i went under the name brutes bataglia not my real name i figured that i was gonna be the one saying things that we were gonna have to fucking cut out for uh being a little racy and here you are um, okay, well, as much as I want my last pick to be, like, from another planet, because I think it'd be cool as fuck to have some hockey games on Mars, it's just not practical. No, um, so, what better than to, instead of traveling to a different planet, travel to a different part of our own planet? Seat Geek! My fi- <laughs> <laughs> What better way to get there than with Seat Geek? Um, no, uh, my fifth team is, uh, or sorry, my fifth city that's going to have some of our traveling games. Uh, we are going to play some hockey across across the pond in uh, London, England, mate. It's never going to work. We're going to play over the pond. Yeah, because I feel like, you know, you'll get some people from Wales and shit like that. Like, people that like the British Elite League will get them in. Because I think the British Elite League is not, like, big enough to harbor, like, really, really big talent, but they harbor big enough crowds. 
Harbor might not be the right word there. All right. Um, but they bring in, like, big enough crowds. My theory is you go over there, go over there for a couple weeks, the Devils come with you, the Oilers come with you, um, Steve Thomas's old team, the... The Chicago Blackhawks come with <laughs> um, San Jose, home of Owen Nolan. You know, Byron Defoe's Bruins. <laughs> Did you pick a city and all of that? or London, just... England. Oh, okay. Yeah, I London, just, England. I just over the pond. No, acro- across the pond. London, England, mate. Um, we're going to have a great time across the pond. Uh, Kyle Hogan was just across the pond. Had a good time. Um, Didn't make it back. <laughs> He's still there. <laughs> you know... I did see him the other day, and I was pretty surprised that I saw him the other yeah, day. that's true. So I was, you know, that was nice. Um, wow, so we've, we've now expanded so to, the NHL so, into a, a four-country league. Yeah, so to recap, your five cities are what? Milwaukee. Yeah. Hamilton. Yeah. Salt Lake City. Yeah. Houston. Yeah. Quebec City. I already uh, took Quebec City. Mexico City. On Mexico way. Okay. You kind of redeemed yourself with that fifth pick. I think your your list got a little more fun. I got a lot of people. And then I took what? Uh, okay, hang on. I got to try to remember. Quebec City. Yeah. Portland. Or- Oregon. <laughs> Portland, Oregon. Yeah. Um. Regina and, S- and Saskatoon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nolens and London. Yeah. Fuck, my guys are gonna have a good time. That's fair. That's gonna be that's gonna be a bad team and, you know, too much drinking French speakers in Quebec you get the French speakers in New Orleans yeah, yeah. it's a bit of a thing there you know I don't think I can take Evander Kane anymore no you probably can't <laughs> he's yeah. gonna have too much fun yeah. he needs to come to the tequila sunrises and and play for the tequila sunrises is that what your team's gonna be I called I not the tequila sunrises versus the 88 sack yeah. now we're like we gotta pick a we gotta pick like a like a capital city for our team because there's 41 home games a year, and there's you know you can only play in five different cities as your home game. Yeah, the math. Doesn't so check one out. more city's right. got to have like one more game. Bonus game. So where's your like home home sort of home locker thing? Where's your city? Um, I'm going with Salt Lake City. I'm trying to. I like the Mormons. Force them to be Mormons, eh? Yeah. I don't know. I think I think that could be a, a big market that the NHL hasn't tapped into. The Mormon market. <laughs> I hope so. You know, you know how much fun that would be? <laughs> we you should I like I'm curious to hear next week like what uh, what your ha- like your half times are gonna be, you know what I mean? Like your intermission shows. You're gonna have just like a horse horse carriage race around the ice or something? We'll get something. Yeah. I yeah. don't know if it's gonna be a horge. Yeah, we could we could do like a you know, like a like a butter churning contest. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> Please make that your logo. So, so okay, so so just a butter churn. So okay, so your your home city is Salt Lake City. Um Yeah, I th- I think I think mine is gonna be Portland. Oregon. Oregon, okay. Portland, Oregon, um, because I'm gonna have some Canadians on my team, and cannabis is legal in Oregon, as far as I know. So it's it's also legal in Quebec City and Regina and Saskatoon, but sure, true. <laughs> but I'm gonna have some Americans, and that might complicate things. Um, uh-huh. I don't know how that all works. It's not legal in the UK, I can tell you that. Yeah, no, I know that. Yeah, I should have made my fifth team Amsterdam. 
well, well, whatever. They got three cities of the year where they can smoke their cannabis, and then we got another city where they can uh, march in some parades and stuff like that, wear some beads. Uh Uh-huh. Nolens. Yeah. Mardi Gras. There you go. Yeah. All of our games in New Orleans are going to be in, like, March or whenever Mardi Gras is. When is Mardi Gras? I don't even know. I think it's in May. Is that your guess? I thought it was, like, around Cinco de Mayo. Uh, See that? I was thinking that, too. Uh, Mardi Gras is... Oh, the date changes every year. Mardi Gras... Mardi Gras is the same as Fat Tuesday. What's Fat Tuesday? Well, as a as a Christian, I should have known that. Um, well, I'm not a Christian, but I went to a Catholic school. Is that like Shrove Tuesday? We eat the March fifth. March fifth is Mardi Gras this year. Sick. Next year, so okay. March. All of our games will be in March, in New Orleans. Fair enough. That'll be cool. Yeah, we'll make it work. The '88 Sackics. Um. Okay. Well, that's your top ten. Bit of a weird one, I'm sure. Yeah. But whatever. I hope yeah. I hope you had fun. Next week, we're going to pick our. Uh, our teams. I sure hope no one skips this episode and then is right confused for oh, the next episode. Yeah, whatever. I don't care. Um, anything else we got going on next week? No guest. No. No guest. We're well, not. We're, we we're have not going to our guest moderator. We will have a guest. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, I shouldn't say no guest. That was really demeaning. Yeah. Uh, we do have a guest. Um, we're going to try to limit the amount of guests um, to maybe one or two a month at most. Um, just because I know, like, when I listen to podcasts, I don't necessarily... Like, I listen to it to hear, um, you know. Familiarity. Yeah. You know. Sort of. I just say, you know, you don't always like to to talk about a bunch of random stuff with random people all the time for the sake of doing it, so... Um, but we should get someone in a few weeks, I'm sure. Um, yeah. I guess that's, uh, I guess that's, that's that. it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hmm. I guess I'm done. That was anticlimactic. Yeah. Mm. Oh, uh, well, I guess uh, happy Halloween weekend, because I guess this is technically it. We'll be recording the next episode on Halloween, but it won't be a Halloween episode because it'll be out after Halloween. Yeah. And that's like, uh, you and I are firm believers, once midnight on Halloween comes, and it turns into November 1st, it is now... The eleven days where you're prepping, prepping for Remembrance Day. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, it's yeah. not Halloween on November first. Oh, okay. Halloween is long gone. That's why I always go out. Go out the like work. when it's in the middle of the week. You never go out the weekend after Halloween. It's always the weekend before Halloween. So this is Halloween weekend, as far as I'm yeah. concerned. Uh, you know, the worst people in the world though are those ones that are uh, Halloween ends November first. It's Christmas. Well, slow down. Give us a week and a half. When does Christmas start for you? <laughs> December 25th. Christmas (laughs) Christmas for me... I don't know. The season sort of starts after Remembrance Day for me. But that's because I work in retail, so the season does literally kind of start after that. Yeah. I had a guy come into into work today, and he he says, uh, Hey, uh, where's your Christmas candy? Hi, everybody! (laughs) (laughs) Harry Carey was at the Caribou today? Uh, No, I was at Superstore. Oh, okay. Uh... Yes. Now we know where he, you work. He said, uh, "He said, where's the Christmas, Kenny?" I said, "Yeah, it doesn't come out till after the Halloween stuff's gone, for sure." <laughs> hey, everybody, <laughs> come catch some Tootsie Rolls. Yeah. So. All right. Happy Halloween, I guess. Uh, happy and, Halloween, uh, and uh, we will talk to you next week uh, for the traveling team draft. Mint. Should be good. The idiot sackics. Right. Go idiot sackics. Oh, big golf, huh? All right.
Well, see you later. Okay. 